Ya cap a la dreta per Xavi. Assistència de Xavi més cap a la dreta per Messi. Messi, 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 Messi. I menys Messi. Encara Messi, encara Messi. Encara Messi, 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 encara Messi. Yo people, welcome back to another episode of Flares Under the Lights. Today's episode we're going to be discussing what the uh, merger between the Dutch Eredivisie and the Belgian Pro League, or the first division, yeah. I think that's what they called it. Um, so recently, there was some news, uh, probably say it was about a week ago, right, Yusuf? About a week ago? Yeah, recently. Uh, to be fair, they've been chatting about this for the last year. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about it for the last year, but I think it's a bit more like certain now, like they're making next steps because they're talking about when the deal ends and that sort of stuff. So they kind of got more of a date about it now. But um, go on, finish off what, what, what it is. So the Belgian... Dutch Eredivisie and no, sorry, the Belgian League and the Dutch Eredivisie, they've been having talks about merging the two leagues and they've actually come to an agreement about doing so that the two leagues will be merged together. But the proposal for how they're going to do it hasn't been formally agreed yet because they still have a broadcasting deal that's not going to end until 2025. So that gives them roughly about four years to agree on how they want to structure the league and how they want to move forward to make the competition much better. And this isn't something that's... Has this ever really happened in our football Kinda. Like memory? Like Kinda. in our footballing memory. It's happened in our football life, but I don't, I don't know exactly. recent yeah. memory. Also not in this way. <clears throat> so like we've had in the Premier League, we've got uh, Swansea and Cardiff, innit? Swansea, mm. Cardiff, I think another Welsh, couple other Welsh teams have left the Welsh League and joined yeah. the, Premier League, uh, the, the English Premier League, English system, whatever. But um, they still got a Welsh League. Do you know what I mean? I think that's the same thing with this, to be fair. So I think they're going to do a merger between Netherlands and Belgium. That's what we're looking at now. And taking, I think, about eight or 12 teams here, eight or 12 teams there, and emerging it. Yeah. I still think there'll be like a weaker Belgian League. You know what I mean? Okay. And there'll still be a, a weaker Belgian League and a weaker... I think Dutch a weaker Division. Dutch League. Yeah. I think so. Because there hasn't been too much information Talk behind it. Yeah. yeah, because as, as we said, like the broadcast still gives them four years and they can't really do a merger between two leagues because it would go against uh, any you know pre-greed um, contracts that they had with the broadcasting company. So Exactly. And plus, to be fair, Dutch Eredivisie League is a league that isn't the, it's not considered as a top five European league and neither is it's the not, Belgian league. But, but, yeah, but Karen, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what you're going to say, yeah. No, already, yeah. But yeah, this merger will make them to cry for North of France. And well, in terms of revenue, anyway, generate that. Yeah. Euros through TV and sponsorships. And that makes it the fifth biggest league in terms of financials, anyway. But also, I think even with the clubs and the history of the clubs in those leagues, it, it makes it one of the best as well. You've got PSV, you've got Ajax, yeah. um, you've got Feyenoord, and then you've got with it Club Bruges and. Um, Heron Veen, um, uh, Genk. Genk? Is it Genk um, or Genk? There's two. I think there's two teams. Genk, Genk yeah. and Genk. Um, 
Who else? Who's the main one, bro? Andelect. Andelect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where that's where Vincent Companies. He's a company's yeah, manager yeah. there, man. He called he called the deal, he called this merger as a uh, matter of survival. I think, Bruv, I think it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. What were you gonna say? No, I say I was saying I think it's so good. Like just because look at a league now, look at all those historic clubs that we've just mentioned. Mm. And now look at them, that's what top six, top seven. Yeah. Some nice traditional clubs, yeah. do you know what I mean? And a lot of them can fight for the league. And Ajax, I think, is still the best team. But even Ajax are not winning it every year. Do you know what I mean? PSV come in, and and not only that, it will make Anderlecht, it will make Club Bruges, all these teams, it will make them stronger and richer as well. So they'll be able to compete with these teams as well. <clears throat> yeah, and like you said, just for those reasons, usually when a, a league decides to merge the two leagues together, it's because for a number of reasons they believe that it can give the viewers a better um, product. So in terms of the audience watching, they can actually see a better product to watch, more competitive games, um, better teams that can compete and represent the two countries in the Champions League. Um, it's just consolidating the league better as well can actually like make the league as a whole just more attractive and it gives them better broadcasting opportunities as well. So I wonder what it does to the Champions League European spots as well, how many spots they get, do you know what I mean? It's I think maybe they'll need to work their way to get the four spots for Champions League or whatever. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not, sure, how nice. the, not sure how the coefficients are weighted. Obviously, you know, in the Prem, they've got four teams that can qualify. One has to go through the qualifying stages, three or Macri's group stage. And in Serie A, it's like three that automatically go through. And then one yeah, has to still qualify. And then in Spain, it's three and then one qualifies. So for Dutch Eredivisie, I think it was usually two it's two yeah. and one has to qualify so it's one that automatically goes through and then one qualifies and in the Belgian it's only one so, so what are they going to make that free then but not only that then what happens to the other weaker leagues do you know what I mean so you know the other teams who didn't make the cut for the merged, merged mm-hmm. league what happens to them do they also still keep their Champions League spot you know what I mean that's what I'm thinking as well man like, like you need to give them but maybe their one will be one Champions League spot, but you have to qualify, go through qualifiers if you win the league. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because considering that they, Eredivisie had two, and one, one had to qualify, one also one qualifying, and then the Belgian league only had one, it would make sense to have two that would be able to go through. But even the Belgian, actually, I think even the Belgian one had to qualify, because I remember when Man United had to qualify with Louis Van Gaal to Champions League, they played Bruges. And I'm pretty sure they won the league. were champions. I'm pretty sure wow. Bruges were champions. And that's how we wow. played them. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. sure because I think so because we don't have faced many Belgian teams in the, in the Champions League, innit? Uh, sometimes when they come through... Yeah. You get one. There, you but... get the one The one team. It's usually exactly. like a Club Bruges or an Anderlecht. Or and, a... and if it's not always, that means they have to qualify. So that's what I should have looked into a bit more. But um, yeah, that's what I don't know. But I, I don't know I, I, on this instance, I really like it. Yeah. I like the way that they're doing it. But there is that bit where, you know, the traditional sort of derbies with the clubs that yeah. aren't so good, they're gone now. Like, I think Bruges is a good example on this one. Is Club Bruges, are the, their local derby, of course, mm. it's another Bruges team. But that club won't qualify for the merged league. Do you know what I mean? So that you're telling me all these fans who, these 80-year-old fans, and, 60-year-old fans who all their life have been waiting for the derby day every season 
You're telling me now they're not going to have Derby there? That's another thing as well. That's the implication. Like, there, I'm sure there are derbies that we're, we're unaware of that happen within those domestic leagues that may not happen after the merger. Like, that's exactly. another thing. You're, ta- you're taking up the sort of tribal element to, to how these fans, you know, support their teams as well. Um, but yeah, I guess it breeds a new sort of tribal rivalries with the merger, especially if they're two countries that don't like each other. So I think, like, for example, if we did it in, in England with the Scottish teams, England and Scotland already have a bit of a rivalry anyway, innit? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. When, when you get an English team... Would you class the, it as a rivalry, though? Uh, I, I would say it's... I would say England, so some bit. some some England some England supporters some diehard England supporters would would probably say, "What Scotland? They're not a rival. Like we don't see them as rivals." No, no, it's true. So, and some people see it as like you know some Scots hates English people and English people hate Scots. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's weird, but but for me personally, you know, I support Scotland when they're at a, a World Cup or a Euro qualifier. I always want them to win. Neighbor. I, I I don't have that kind of like, tribalism with the national team like that, mm. but um. Yeah, but I know some people do. So I feel like that could read onto the clubs as well. So like you've got Celtic and Rangers, for example. They don't have real traditional rivalries with the Prem teams, but yeah. maybe further down the line, they'll build that and, and that hatred for English people or English clubs will kind of um, add fire to it. Yeah, you're right. You know, And as you said that, it brings me on to something. I was scrolling on Instagram, you know, the other day, as you do, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you just okay. waste about 10, 15 minutes of your day just, just scrolling. So I was scrolling and somebody, this is maybe like a week ago, and somebody mentioned how, um, that if Rangers and Celtic were to come into the Premier League, there was some sort of merger or some sort of deal where Rangers and Celtic were to be able to be in the Prem. They, over time, based on the popularity, the historic element of the two clubs and just generally like the support that they would have, that they would eventually become two of the biggest teams in British football, like along with the top four, top five teams. Yeah, I would say they and the comments were going mad. You, you know, you know how Instagram could be, you know, how social media could be. Yeah. The comments were going mad. They were like, "Wait, what's this guy talking about? United have done this, Liverpool have done that. Two of the most successful mm. English clubs, and they'd ha- they take them like 20, 30 years before they can even get into the top four stuff." Like that I was like, I think people aren't quite understanding what the guy was how saying. How big these clubs are. But- yeah, they've got like, Champions Leagues. I Celtic, mean, Celtic have got a Champions yeah. League or two. Celtic, yeah, I'm pretty sure they've got a European Cup. They've at least got one Champions they've League. They've got at least one, they've yeah. They've yeah. got a Champions League. Yeah. No, not, not a Champions League, league, but before it was called Champions League, they had the European yeah, yeah. Cup. But the yeah, same, yeah, yeah. the same Cup, you know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah. the same thing. The one with the biggest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 if they're comparing it to like how many league titles Liverpool United won, look at the fucking league titles that Celtic and Rangers yeah, won true. in Scotland. It's I know true. it's a different country, but also back in the eighties and stuff, Scotland were, were very good. Yeah, very good at football yeah. at that time. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So the standards have changed now, but back in the day they weren't so low. Yeah. They used to be one of the better better leagues. Yeah, I agree, man. And it's, um, it it does beg that question though, like if Rangers and Celtic were to be in the Premier League like we've already seen very well respected managers and all former players that like we've seen Brendan Rodgers go and manage Celtic and he brought in a decent level of talent that came along with him to um, Celtic do you know what I mean and when they were doing well Steven Gerrard's gone to Rangers so imagine they were to actually come to Premier League they would actually be able to generate a level of interest among managers and players to be like you know what I could actually build something here with Rangers or Celtic I could build something here <sighs> Like the potential is crazy. The potential is the crazy fans as well. Don't forget the fans. Yeah, hundred percent. So 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 sick. So, so. And bro, I, 
take it from yourself. Yeah. So you're you're playing a professional football right now. Yeah. You're playing um, wherever. Say you're in Spain or whatever. You're getting offers from England. Celtic and Rangers are both in the Prem. Yeah. Southampton also want you. Everton want you. I'm going Celtic or Rangers. I don't care. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. I grew it's up. A bruh, I don't watch it's a football, bro. but every season I watch the old film. I might have less a little bit nowadays, but back in the day, bro, I used to always, always watch the old film. I'll never miss an old film. So like I've, I've grown up and Celtic Rangers in Champions League every yeah. season always causing an upset, beating Barcelona a couple of times, the atmosphere that it does to you. You know what I mean? Like that stuff. Like, especially our generation will always want to yeah. play for one of those clubs if they were in the Prem. The only reason people don't play for them sometimes is because they're in Scotland. Exactly. But even then, when pe- there are people who come from... Um, not, I wouldn't say, like... So you see how you get these certain young talents that come from academy clubs and are trying yeah. to make their way. Like, the first club they're thinking, oh, where, I could, where can I actually use as a stepping stone would be Rangers and Celtic. Now, I say Stephenson because at the end of the day, they're playing in, in um, Scotland, right? They're playing actually, in Scottish Premier yeah, League. But you're still seeing them as a club where I can actually gain some sort of recognition and put a name for myself out there before I can get... And good experiences. And great experience. And the thing is that, like you said, when they're playing Champions League football. Champions League football and you're getting the experience of doing a title running. Yeah. Like Kieran Tierney, do you know what I mean? He's already got that under his belt where he's gone in for a title running. He's won... Um, the leagues do you know what I mean and yeah. had that big club mentality that people love yeah. to talk about yeah that's the thing that's what it is Celtic region like Man United uh, over here do you know what I mean it's like the biggest thing possible so it's like having that mentality yeah just such a good stepping yeah. stone for anything like you said it's, 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 those clubs naturally have a winning mentality <laughs> so you know you're going to go there and you're not going to like a mid-table club or you're not going to a club that's okay they're, they're a big fish in a small pond but they've got a big fish mentality. Do you know what I mean? They haven't got the mentality where it's like, okay, we know we're going to walk this league, but no, like, okay, you're the, you're probably the two, yeah, you're two best clubs in Scotland by far, but you still have expectations, you still have standards to meet. And sometimes, you know, players actually see them like, oh, I can actually build something for myself here and actually set the foundations that I need to have a successful career, so. But, um, would you... I mean, would you see? Would you like to see Celtic and Rangers join the English Prem? Or how would you like it? Now, for me personally, I, I would. I don't want it to just be them two coming over to the English League as one league. I think the whole Scottish League should be like all part of the whole English League, so it's one whole British sort of league. And that's Prem. why. That's why I say yes and no. Yes, because. I want, yes to which proposal? Yeah, yes to Celtic and Rangers. I would love to see them in the Premier League and make it yeah, a, yeah. a British league rather than a an English and a Scottish league. Yeah. But at the same time, because you have to bring those other Scottish clubs to British football, you then have to exclude those um, Scottish clubs that aren't good enough to make it. Because let's be honest, it'd only be Rangers and Celtic. Probably only Rangers oh, at this not, moment. I'm not and just talking Aberdeen, Premier League, Dundee, all these clubs. I'm saying, no, you put them in a the championship maybe. Yeah, League one. Mean, yeah. But yeah, then yeah. are these clubs that are playing in that's in the Scottish League, the rest of the clubs other than Celtic Rangers, are they good enough to compete in championship? Because championship's no joke. The championship is no, no joke. No, that's, that's true. Like, would they be able to compete? So you're then diluting... That's what I'm saying. So you then have to maybe pick a handful of clubs that would play in the championship and then spread the rest out amongst the League One, League Two, and then that could potentially dilute 
the quality of those other leagues because because some, some people might even say that the Scottish teams might not be able to compete in League One. I don't know because I don't watch Scottish be. football. Some of them, some of them wouldn't be able to. So are we? Is that is that thing again where you have to ask yourself? Um, is more or less? Do you know what I mean if you're adding more, are you diluting the quality of the league? Like that's another thing I think they'd have to consider. Yeah, and at the same time, it's going to be at the cost of other English clubs who will get relegated into the non-leagues, isn't it? That's the thing because you then have to reduce but, the size of the of the leagues. Or you keep the same sizes, just then teams will get relegated and pushed down. Yeah, yeah. Out, out of the professional leagues. But then another thing they could do is maybe a select handful, a bit like the Belgium Benelux one, where they take, I think, eight teams. So I think that could work too, because I think if you take eight teams from the Scottish Premier League, you've got Celtic Rangers, who I think could compete in the Prem. Even that, them at this current moment, bruv, I'm not sure they're getting in the top 10. They could do. Don't get me twisted. They could do, but there's time. Wolves aren't in Article Ten at the moment. No, I, mean, I don't not. think they're, they're, they're better teams than, than Wolves. Not. You know what I mean? So they could be in a relegation scrap at the same time. And and the other teams below them, I think they're Championship teams if not go well. But then what it does, it leaves the remaining teams in Scotland. Suddenly, teams who never had a hope of winning anything all their lives, suddenly now they've got a new interesting sort of league. Yeah. So look out for although the quality would be so much lower, it would be kind of interesting for those fans anyway, because you know, they can see their team go on and win leagues now. Yeah, you're but right. Financially, then. I think it'll be terrible for them because I don't know how they're going to survive after. If they take out Celtic and Rangers from there, then who, where they, where's the revenue going to be coming in? It's just fucking Dundee United. Do you know what I mean? As the main man mm. and Kilmarnock, like it, 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 that's why I feel like it has to be the whole thing. Otherwise, you're yeah. killing clubs. You're going to kill clubs. You have to make it as inclusive as possible, I guess, because of the, the financial element behind it would be disastrous if you were to, to potentially only just put Rangers and Celtic in the Prem and then not have those clubs join Championship, League One or lower. Yeah, man, that's it's definitely interesting. Like, I can't, I'm trying to think, when was the last time the Premier League actually had a restructure in the league? I think it was as early as back in... 1994 when, when they were oh, changed no. division one when they changed oh, no. from division one to premier league no after so you know after 92 oh, okay. when they made the premier league there were there yeah, was 22 yeah. 22 premier league clubs i think at the time you had like coventry and can't remember who else you had these clubs that since since that period they and as far as I know, for there to be um, an agreement of a change in structure to the Prem, at least 14 of the 16 Premier League clubs have to agree. Yeah, at least 14 yeah, of the 16 so. Premier League clubs would have to agree in a change in structure. I don't know how it's like amongst other leagues, because usually it's the owners, right, that would yeah. agree to that. It's always the owner, the owner of the club or the chairman, whoever has the, the, the most senior authority at that single club would have to agree yes or no. And if it's 14 against the other six that say no or yes, then it's in favour of the 14. It will be a bit different because you also need um, votes from the Scottish League as well. Because you know? I mean, in this be- yeah. Belgium and that, and one, again, they had to get votes from both. It was overwhelming everyone's support. Yeah. And again, that's where it comes into it. Like these, these things are very, very complex. They seem very complex. It's like 
how do you get one how do you get one league to agree and another league to agree and then how do you agree on money because money comes into it like these owners these are some of the wealthiest people in europe let alone the world and you have to what tell them that you know if we're gonna have my man come here join this league we're gonna have a my man from from uh from rangers come and join this league like what we we saying you you're trying to split trying to split the bag <laughs> Bro, they're gonna t- they're gonna tell you, nah, I'm not trying to split no bag. Like Trust. I want, I want all the peas. I want, if anything, I want more peas. Why are you trying to tell me in three years I can earn this much? But if these two teams join, because <laughs> you know, every, it's, I think it's every three years they change the broadcasting cycle. In the yeah. So, what are you trying to tell me? What these two men join the league in three years that I'm gonna get ten percent less than what I could have earned? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Mad? I think I think it will only ever be proposed, then it if people are making more money. I think them coming to Prem, I think they could only make more money, especially from the Scottish side. I think it's always going to make more money coming mm. over here. But it's just the teams that are going to suffer and get relegated at their expense. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't know exactly the, how they're going to do it. But another option is, especially now, I think a much easier one right now, is to sort of include them on cup competitions. Ooh. So like an FA Cup or the Carabao Cup, Includes the Scottish teams in it as well, so that would be nice to see like a FA Cup final Rangers and these ones. You know what I mean? What you saying? Do that as a maybe as a small integration before anything big. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not it a bad. Could idea. be a first sort of step. It's not a bad you know idea. I mean? Check them out with the cup competitions. Um, the only problem you get a lot of traditionalists. To be fair, I am as well. I'm one of those as well that doesn't like to tinker too much. Football traditions, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And one competition people don't like to tinker with is the FA Cup, and that's the thing. Like, Celtic Rangers have never ever competed here, and now you're telling me they're going to compete. Same thing with the Scottish FA Cup. I'm sure they care about that there yeah. as well. And now you're telling me that they're not going to compete. But um, yeah, maybe 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 this somebody they should do. Another idea is yeah, if we're not talking leagues and we're talking cup, um, cup reform, yeah, for competition. So if we're talking cups, perhaps maybe having a British Super Cup tournament where before, so instead of having the, the Community Shield year where you have the, the team that finishes, that wins the Premier League and wins the FA Cup, oh, yeah, or if or the team that finishes um, wins the Premier League and then if they if that same team that wins the Premier League wins the FA Cup, then it'll yeah, be one and two. Place. It'll be second yeah, place. Yeah. So you have those two teams and then you have the two Scottish teams play in a, in a semi, in well, like four-man yes. tournament and then you can actually have, that's the best way to kind of say, okay, can these clubs compete? Can these clubs put on um, a, a good spectacle whereby we can look at it in the future and say, okay, there's there's actually potential legs on this, on a potential yeah. union between... And it builds Scottish up the rivalries as well. Exactly, exactly. It warms it up, innit? Yeah. And to be 100. fair, it's similar to the World Club Cup structure, innit? Uh, yeah, yeah, World yeah, Club yeah, Cup, yeah. They got the yeah. champions in Africa, champions here, champions there. And then yeah. Like, yeah, why, like why, why, did, why don't they do that? I, like, I don't know. That's have, a good idea. Like have have this have Rangers, have Celtic, and then have um, Man City or Liverpool, United, Chelsea. Have any of those teams who can all come in, and then we'll see we'll see what we can do. Pay Rangers oh, so that whoever wins the Prem will face whoever finished second in um, in the Scottish Premier Division, and whoever won the Scottish Premier Division will play whoever won the FA Cup. Yeah, it's all about money though and, and the cost of that. So the cost of that would be the players paying an extra game or two. Mm. 
which just which take away a preseason. Essentially, they see it as a preseason yeah, yeah. game anyway. Trust me, it's preseason it's anyway. Pre-season. I don't know whether they're going to just do a preseason. Just yeah. take off from your tour. Let's just take off a game. Come back. A week and then managers, back. managers have that freedom to to decide if they want to play a strong team or not. Like Klopp does it all the time. Klopp used to say, "Oh, it's just essentially a friendly." But then Mangos plays his Champions League eleven in a friendly because <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> want to lose to Pep. That's why he just yeah. doesn't want to lose to Pep. But that's um, standards, and then we can see it like that. And it's like it's either going to be a good competition or a good preseason run out for people. So, yeah, I like that idea for you. It's decent. What about any other leagues? We've spoken about Belgium. I think we both agree that the Belgian Netherlands one works 100%, especially geographically. Yeah. They're right next to each other, they share a border. They're both really small countries, but you can get around in Holland so yeah, easy. It's easy. Netherlands. It's easy. Do you know what I mean? From the bottom, the furthest south you can get from Amsterdam, it's like a three hour drive. You know what I mean? And then mm. you're um, with Belgium, it's the same, isn't it? So it's but, like logistically, it works as well. It does work. It does work logistically. It's not something where players are having to travel super far just to get to games and things like that. Like, it Especially makes when sense. you've got Spanish, look how big that is. German league. What about other areas? So you got, I think, um, if it wasn't for the political situation, the Russian and Ukrainian uh, leagues would be nice because they're both kind of got a couple of nice clubs. Like I like Kiev, I like Shakhtar Donetsk. Yeah. Yeah. Always in the Champions League round of 16. Do you yeah. know what I mean? A competitive team. CSK and Moscow got- used to be. Decent. Kind of competitive, yeah, you know, always done five o'clock kickoffs. No, you know, you can I always sometimes used to like having them in my group, innit? So I could watch my team at eight o'clock and then the other teams at five o'clock. So I've got two games, yeah, to watch, sometimes. Know? But when they beat a decent team it. against them and you wanted to watch that team play, you're like, oh, five o'clock, that's awkward, man. You'd be on the sometimes you have football training as well, something, yeah, yeah something be going on at like six o'clock or seven o'clock, and something's going on, can't man. watch it. But, um, but yeah, the, the Russian league base is kind of dead and Ukrainians got a couple of nice clubs. So if you merge them two together, that would be nice having yeah, um, Moscow against Kiev against uh, Shakhtar. That's quite nice. And the, the, the problem is, though, like you said, if it wasn't with the political situation, like the tribal instinct would be so high. Like the tribal element that's, behind that's it would even be better. mad. Like... Flares, bro. Serious flares under the lights. Flares under serious the lights. Serious flares <laughs> under the lights. You know what I mean? Real-time flares under the lights where, bro, it'd be mad. It'd be mad. Because the fans like, are mad scenes, anyway. Scenes. And then, and, um, yeah, trust me, like, Shakhtar, Ukrainian fans going away to Russian fans. Do you know what I mean? The, the, the hooligans would be on point. I love it. I like that idea, you know. The only problem is the political situation. I don't yeah. think we'll ever allow it to happen. No. But, but the history of the political situation makes the the, the matches a bit spicy. Yeah. So it'd be even nicer. If yeah. Super spicy. It's it's almost the equivalent to having to merge in Croatia and the Serbian league. Yeah. It's, trust it's, me. It's, it's it's hot. <laughs> it's hot. Like the streets aren't safe. The streets are not safe. Like keep if, listen. If you're under the age of sixteen. Or if you're below five foot eight or five foot nine, like it's long for you. It's long. If you're a woman on the streets, just don't be on the streets. Stay at home. Be with your husband. Be with your children. <laughs> don't do it. If you love yourself, don't go on the streets. It's not safe. Not safe. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, to be fair, the, the Serbian foul, bruv, 
craziest fans in it, the Serbian fans, the Croatian fans, Bosnian fans. That would be nice as well, but that's another thing, the history of the politics. I don't think we let that happen. But the history of the politics just makes the derbies so much spicy. That's what I want to see. Who else you got? Uh, You've got Portugal. This is another one that logistically and on a map looks like it makes sense. Spain yeah. and Portugal, because essentially Portugal is a chunk out of Spain. Because Portugal, Portugal, Spain, so I'm sorry, Portugal, Portugal's league mm-hmm. is so like at one point it wasn't that bad. You had maybe three three clubs that would usually get into Champions League football, right? It was about two or I three. I still don't think it's that bad. These days it's only one. Like it's only Porto, really. Like Benfica, mm. Benfica sometimes, but it's rare that you have both in the same Champions League competition. So one of them get yeah. knocked out in the in the. You got Sporting around the been qualifiers, been and it's Sporting haven't been good for a while. But but I'm not gonna lie, I love them clubs. I love the Portuguese like historic Benfica, Porto, yeah. um, Sporting Lisbon, all clubs with European history during Champions League yeah, yeah. history. And even on top of that, you have got Braga and a couple of other. Braga have got I mean? um, a good crop of young players coming through. Braga, good. They've got a Libyan yeah. midfielder as well. So come on. That's but, right. Um, yeah. But um the the history with the um with the Portuguese clubs is too good, I think, to merge it with the Spanish league. Do you know what I mean? So imagine imagine Benfica sporting and Porto always yeah. playing Europa League football, fighting for Europa League spots when they're in that league. It's it's too much. Not nice, man. Too I wanna much. see them win trophy. Yeah, I think the league isn't great, but I think merging it, like you said, would probably dilute the the history of the club. Do you know what I mean? Like you'd be you, these clubs who are used to playing Champions League football at least every two years or three years. Like they're not going too long about playing Champions League football. At least two of the three teams, anyway. Putting them in the, in the Liga would just make make it harder for them to actually reach Champions Leagues on a more regular basis. They'd be competing with at least four or five other clubs every season. Like it'd be a yeah. top six, top seven. Like, it'd be great for the quality of the league if you were to merge the two leagues, but Champions League-wise, it'd be tough. Like, you've got a top 10 there of Barca, Madrid, Atletico, Villarreal, uh, Sevilla, um, and you've got Porto, Sporting, um, uh, Benfica. That's some nice clubs to be playing football, watching them play against each other every week. But, yeah, I'd rather not dilute. But like logistically, it looks like on a map, it looks like it works very well. But Matt, I would hate it if they ever did that. To be fair, I think the best ones, the the ones we mentioned in Russia, Ukraine, and that. Yeah, potentially, maybe one day, at least a competition between Rangers and and uh, Rangers, Celtic, and then the other. Yeah, I like the Super or, Cup idea. Yeah. To be fair. That's nice. to, uh, that'd be nice. Isn't it? That'd be a good idea, man. That'd be a good a good way to just maybe get things kicking off. Do you know what I mean? Trust me. But um, the, what we did sort of completely brush over Northern Ireland, which is everyone does, isn't it? Minor, but um, sorry, Brendan, we're just. <laughs> no, but Brendan. to be fair, uh, I'm sure, like logistically, they all have to come in a conversation. But they have been in talks right now of having an Irish land, Irish league with the Republic of Ireland. So I think that works nicely because if they can merge with them, it leaves then. The Scottish League to merge. Do you know what I mean? It, okay. it makes it, it makes everything make sense because I think, um, yeah, the North also the Northern Irish League is just way too weak to get them to Melbourne. Yeah, bro, I don't know nothing about Northern. Nothing. Irish League. I know that Arsenal 
had to go play some team in that. Was it in Ireland? Probably. They, they I just knew one of the deadest teams on FIFA. I think it was the only. These are like a few one star star teams in it on FIFA. There used to be some Irish team. Let me put it this way, yeah. If you're a league, I might offend someone right now, but fuck it. If your league doesn't have at least one team that could qualify for a Champions League, Ed. your league ain't it. Your league ain't it. <laughs> doesn't have at least just one, just one team that can qualify. We're not saying, oh, automatic. We're just saying, just qualify. Just at least qualify. I'll go through a qualifiers, qualifiers. I don't even know if they do qualifiers, qualifiers. I'll just <laughs> Like, come on, man. But you know what? Not every league. Like, that's why we have to have these... These small, small European league leagues, kind of. I mean, like the ecosystem wouldn't be correct if you had every league that was strong. Do you know what I mean? Would it make sense? Um, but yeah. So how would you? So overall, supporting the Belgian merger. Yeah, I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. As long as, as long as it's um, bringing potentially more quality football to my TV. I'm happy. If it means the Champions League football competition, Champions League football is going to be better. I'm happy. If it means- I wonder if it would be quite nice actually to merge that on top of the French league as well. That'd be quite nice. I think there's legs in that as well. You know, that would be a wavy league because that league is even both of those, even with the Belgian Netherlands league and then just the French league. On I the see top, why you say that. They're still why the fifth best leagues. Do you know what I mean? They're still at the bottom five. Imagine Ajax, mm. um, PSV, Feyenoord, um, Anderlecht, all these guys with PSG, Marseille, Lyon, Lille. That's nice. I want to see that. And it works, bro. Logistically, it, it, it does work, but it's almost like too much. It reminds me of actually something I used to do on FIFA when I was younger. When I used to bang FIFA, yeah, I used to, when you, you know when you could create your own league domestically? You yeah. could just fit in. You could do like a, a tournament, but I would just create like a 16-man league. And you just end up being a Europe, European, European Super League. Like, you just yes. pick the top three teams <laughs> from each league and just put them all in one league. And then you just do a career mode from there. That's what I would do. I do like, a, I do like a one-season tournament. You pay everyone twice. And then the, the thing is, to be fair, to be fair, built, it doesn't really work culturally, and it's Dutch, Dutch teams playing in a French league. Do you know what I mean? How does that work? Yeah, on TVs and stuff. Uh, it works with Belgium. Belgium, way. yeah, Belgium, and Belgium France, it works. Speak French, but yeah. they also speak. They can also do the whole Dutch thing. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, so it's one, you could, it's the odd one out. You'd have an odd one out, basically. It's yeah, you'd but, have the odd one. But out. I think it is better that they join the Dutch league rather than the French league because I think it will be more beneficial for both if yeah. they join the Dutch than if they join the French. Yeah, man. I think we'll, we'll see how this 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 progresses. I think. We'll probably hear more news in the coming years about the, um, the merger between the Dutch league and the Belgian league. I think they said in a couple of years they'll probably have a, a concrete plan of how they plan to move forward with it. They've got time anyway. We've got four years between the broadcasters up. So, yeah, I guess we'll have to see how it plays out. But um, I think that's it for us, isn't it? I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's um, it. That's another episode of Flares Under the Lights. Appreciate you for listening. Um, be sure to follow us on twitter at futl underscore podcast and on instagram at futl underscore podcast tell a friend to tell a friend peace